Hi, welcome to Exploring the Illusion of Free Will. My name is George Ortega, and I fired my co-host last episode, so I'm doing this alone, and it's a good thing. I explained it. If you want to know why, watch the last episode. It's on YouTube. Okay, this is episode number 121, Our Unfree Will, Very Strange but Inescapable. And uh, before I, you know, as I do in, in every show, before I get into the theme, I just want to just briefly describe what we tend to mean when we say we have a free will, you know, briefly explain why it's impossible and why the show is important. Okay, um, we have been compelled, it hasn't been up to us because we don't have a free will, but the universe, the eternal past, has led us to believe for some strange reason, because why would the universe do this? Why would, you know, it's, it's not the first time it's done this. It's like it made us believe the earth was flat, it's still like, you know, if we didn't know better, we'd think like the, the earth, the, the world was entirely motionless. When we're like hurtling around the sun at over 60,000 miles per hour, you know, so like, so the, the universe does this to us. It makes us like believe stuff that isn't so. And that's, you know, so with this free will belief, it has made us believe that what we do, think, feel, say, is up to us, okay, that it's really up to us, that nothing that we're not in control of, like our genes, like our environment, how we were raised, what we learned, what we didn't learn, what we watched on TV, in the movies, you know, like just like like our experiences, like like all this stuff that actually in reality forms us, especially our genes, 50% of our personality is genetic, you know. Free will says like we can choose whatever we want independent of this stuff. We can't. Independent of, of causality. Free will says, like, it doesn't matter that everything has a cause. We still have free will. Completely, completely um, illogical. It, it makes no sense. And it's, it's not just... Um, all right, so I'm, we've gone from, from explaining what free will is to, like, explaining why we don't have it briefly. I mean, think about it. I mean, like... We, we routinely have, like, thoughts that come into our mind that we'd rather not have. They're called unpleasant thoughts, you know, sadness, anger, regret, guilt, you know, a lot of stuff that, we, you know, the average person is only happy about 50. I, the last show I did before this was a show on happiness, so I know this stuff. So most people spend only about 50% of their day being happy. You know, the other 30% they're really not that happy, and 20% it's neither happy nor unhappy. Um, the average level of happiness in the United States is like 70%. You know, so come on. Think about it. If we had a free will, who among us would choose to, to, to not be um, blissed out? I mean, we'd all, if we had a free will, we'd be completely happy every moment of every day. You should, uh, you know, if you don't understand that, don't feel guilty, okay? Because, like, the only reason, if you, if you still, after this show, believe you have a free will... It's not your fault. The universe is not allowing you to understand. If you had a free will, you'd see the sense in this. Because that's another thing. Is the universe like compels us. There's, there are books about this now. It's called Motivated Reasoning. If you are confronted with a truth that you don't feel that good about, you'll rationalize. You'll come up with some way to say, no, it's not true. Climate change denial, you know. Um, very regrettably, you know, a lot of people just can't accept the fact that, the, 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 you know, the next decades are going to be so challenging to us. I and mean, who knows, maybe like 
maybe like there will be some kind of like miraculous rescue, you know, for the for the planet. You know, that'd be great. But but you know, in general, like there is a, a mechanism in us that if it's a if it's a belief or something, a fact, a fact that that we can't deal with, we can't handle, we don't like at all. There's a mechanism us in within us that will like make us discount it, make us refute it. And again, this isn't like up to us. This is like who we're, how we're created. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so like, so that's what free will is. That's why we don't have it. It's simply everything has a cause, okay? If everything has a cause, then the causal antecedents to every decision regress back to before we were born. It's not any more complicated than that. You know, if people understood that simple fact, they'd understand the whole thing. That's why i got to do a lot more shows on that. You know, the people don't understand really... A lot of times people don't understand free will. I mean, I, I explain it on this show, but, like, I've, I've seen some YouTube videos where, like, they ask people what free will is, and they'll say, well, free will is, like, I have the freedom to say what I want in this country. You know, like, I, you know, I can... There's no censorship. I can say what... That's not free will. That's political freedom. You know, there's, like... Some people say, I, you know, free will is like being free from, you know, nobody's making me do what, what, um, what I do. I'm doing it of my own free will. Nobody's making me. That's not free will. That's like, yeah, nobody's not. It's not another person that's making you do what you do. It's like your genes and your environment, your heredity. It's causality. It's not a quote-unquote person. All right. So anyway, so, um, so people like, a lot of people don't understand free will. But a lot of people also don't understand causality. So I, I got to do a lot more shows on this. All right. Um, so again, uh, our unfree will, very strange but inescapable. It really is strange. Um, all right. But no, no I got to like, why is this important? As strange as it is, our world, like very few people understand this. The atheists are getting this. You know, I, I, again, I check out YouTube for videos and stuff. And, and the atheists, they, you know... Because the atheists, like, in Christianity, Judaism, like, there's certain religions where, like, if you do something wrong, you know, you're here for, like, 80 years, and you do something wrong, and it could be horrible. Like, like, I mean, a lot of people, like, Bush, George Bush, our former president, he thought that Iraq was involved in 9-11, and he thought that they had weapons of mass destruction, and so he ended up ultimately killing a, mil a million Iraqis because of this, that was evil, okay? That, it may be negligent, however you want to excuse it. It was evil. Um, a lot of people think that the people like Bush and, and other, you know, and, you know, um, well, Mao Zedong killed like 25 million, um, whatchamacallit, Chinese. I mean, then you have Hitler, of course. But they think that, like, these people, that because of what they've done, because what they did is so heinous, they deserve to spend the rest of eternity suffering, you know, in hellfire, just like, you know, and they have like, you know, they, these, these preachers like will paint just very vivid pictures, Dante's Inferno, of this like horrible, horrible place for eternity. Now think about this. You're here for like, what, 80 years. I mean, like some, some of these guys, Hitler was, what, 50? I don't know, 40? Who knows? So like in 40 years, you do something so horrible that you, you, you know. So like these, these atheists recognize how hateful a belief this belief in hell is. And 
Because, like, you know, they, a lot of them went to Catholic school or whatever. Or, you know, the, with Judaism, it's, it's, you know, it's in basically the religions. So they understand that. And so they, they really, the atheists have a very compelling reason to understand why free will is an illusion. Because, like, to the extent people understand the free will is an illusion, fine. You have religion. Religion can, is wonderful in a lot of ways. It brings people together. But most of the religions are dead. Judaism's dead. Christianity's dead. Islam is dead. Why are they dead? Because they believe what some guy said 2,000, 4,000 years ago, and, and they refuse to listen to, to anything else. In other words, like a lot of people believe that the first woman was pulled out of the rib of the first man, this guy Adam, okay, in this Garden of Eden, Eden 6,000 years ago, all right? So it's insane. I mean, they're, they're just basically like, you know, we need to like, bring our religions back to life, back to truth, you know, not have them mired in the past. So that's why this is important. You know, it's like, to the extent we understand that we don't have a free will, that the world is completely deluded, we can go about fixing it, you know? If, if, if we continue to believe we have a free will, well, again, no, no, the reason, the reason it's so important, like, for the world to get this fundamental fact of who we are as people, completely wrong. You couldn't get it more wrong. It's just like, it, it, it's, it's mind-boggling. It's, it's, it's not good. It can't be good, all right? Um, I got to do more of a show on that. All right. So, so again, all right, it's very strange, but inescapable. Why is it strange? Because like, you know, it leads to a lot of questions. This isn't on my, um, whatchamacallit, outline, but I just thought of this. It leads to a lot of questions. Like, if, if nothing is up to us because like a lot of times like you know under the free will delusion we say well life is about growth life is about com- becoming a better person you know we're going to become a better person in this world then we'll go to another world become better this is like the Buddhist idea you know we get better and better and better and then you know we end up like God or something I don't know but like I mean, and that's a, you know, that's a kind, that's a nice thing to, to, to think that, you know, life has purpose, that we're here. But, no, but that's the thing, to the extent that you understand that, that free will is an illusion, that purpose vanishes. I mean, if, if like, if everything you do, if every good thing, every level of growth you achieve, none of it was up to you, then yeah, no, life isn't about fundamentally for us becoming better people. That may be what 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 um, the universe intends for us, because that, that actually is, actually, because like even though like there's a lot of evil that you would think like in certain cases we're like the most horrible generation hundred, you know, these last hundred years than than ever, because like, you know, human beings have been around for two, three, four million years, maybe five million years, whatever. But over these last couple of hundred years, you know, the way we treat farm animals, the way we've treated other human beings, I mean, this goes back, well, with the human beings, it goes back several thousand years, you know, with slavery and stuff. But we're horrible people, you know. So, like, I mean, the reason I say that, like, we're evolving, we have, like, one of the reasons we don't have a free will is because, we have these imperatives. In other words, we can't but seek pleasure and avoid pain. That's what we do. That's what all biological organisms do. You know, we seek pleasure or the, the, the most pleasure and we try to avoid pain as much as we can. We don't always succeed. We don't always predict that what we do is going to like, you know, bring us pleasure. We make a lot of mistakes 
about this actually. But that's our basic drive. And another basic drive we have is like we, we, we seek to do good. And the point I'm trying to make now is like that um, so hopefully, hopefully notwithstanding what we're doing to the animals and, and other people, that, that as we go from year to year, decade to decade, century to century, if we survive climate change, <laughs> um, we're going to be much, much better people. And that's, but it's not our purpose. That's what the universe wants of us, okay? In other words, we're manifesting the universe. All right, this, I'm getting back to my point. We're manifesting the will of, as far as we know, the Big Bang. And it doesn't make sense because, like, you know, because there was something that caused the Big Bang, and there was something that caused what caused the Big Bang. And there, you know, so this, this chain of cause and effect, this causality that makes free will impossible, goes back in time. It transcends logic. We can't understand it. You know, some things, just because, like, all right, some people will say, well, <clears throat> if, if, if the fabric of reality, if this like eternal past doesn't make sense, then well, that leaves an opening for free will. No, some things that's a table, okay? It makes sense that that's a table. I'm sitting right here, you know. You're if you're watching and listening, that's what you're doing. Some things are not amenable to this like argument that not everything makes sense. In other words, we we can't have a free will. It's completely impossible under any scenario you can possibly imagine. Um, but, but some, some parts of a reality don't make sense, you know, like, you know, again, again, like the, the world, it's, you know, everything goes back eternally into the past and it never stops, presumably, because like, because it doesn't make sense because we think there's got, it's got, it must have begun at some point, you know? All right. But anyway, so like, so, so the idea with this is like, you know, when I explain this, like, I'm kind of re- replacing God with the Big Bang, but but for for a lot of the rest of the show, I'm going to talk um, in terms of God because you know here in the United States, about eighty percent of us, eighty ninety percent are religious. We may not be so very religious, but we are. We believe in God, and also like you know, I'm a pantheist. I prefer because I'm a person. You know, I can see the universe, reality, the Big Bang as a thing. Or I could see it as a person. You know, I can personify it. And and I'd rather personify it because like I'd rather be a part. I'd rather be doing the will of this person thing than, than this thing, you know. Um, another another reason, actually, this this isn't just a preference. It makes sense because like right now, I'm I'm having thoughts. I'm I'm speaking thoughts. You're understanding them. I have purpose. You know, there's a purpose to this show. There's a purpose to my life. It's not my purpose. All right. But and that's the thing, it's not my purpose. So if you have purpose to your life, if everybody has purpose to their life, but we don't have a free will, meaning that it's not really our purpose, that means it's got to be the purpose of the universe. Some atheists will say, Well, no, the universe is, is not conscious, the universe can't have purpose. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Because like again, all you have to understand to understand the universe has purpose, the universe has consciousness is that any consciousness, any purpose, any goal, any, anything you, you think is not yours. It, it comes from the universe. It, it evolved you know, from the state-by-state state evolution of the universe. So anyway, so, so what does this mean? That means like we don't have a free will. We have God's will. And this, this is, I mean, like 
this is very strange but inescapable. I haven't gotten to the strange stuff, whatever, but, but this is kind of strange. We're manifesting God's will. Everything we do, it's God, you know. So in other words, if, if, if you want to blame someone, blame God, but don't blame God. I did, you know, watch my last show and you'll understand it because I don't have time to go into it right now. Watch my last show. You understand why you don't, it may not actually even be logical to blame God. Well, it, it, it's basically about the eternal past. If, if, it goes, if time goes back eternally into the past and never stops going back, then there is really no point at which you could say that God decided to make all the problems in the world. He knew what was going to happen and he did it anyhow. So, like, you know, you can absolve God from, from blame also. But the, the thing is, like, our will is God's will. We're, like, manifesting God's will. And for people who don't like to be puppets or robots and stuff... This is a better way to, to see us. We are, we are God. We're, not, we're just not the part of God that decides anything. It's like my hand. My hand can like pick up these papers and stuff, right? My hand didn't decide to do that. I decided to, I made my hand do that. And naturally, I didn't, it wasn't me. It was like the universe that made me make my hand do that. That's causality, okay, in a way. But so like the idea is, yeah, we, um, we're God. We're part of God, but we're just not the part of God that, decides anything that has anything to do about anything all right so like so yeah so god makes us think it's god that's making so what is it i mean god is one and it's like remember when you were kids like you're playing with soldiers and stuff or if you're a girl with dolls that you know it's like you decided everything that they did and said no that's what god is doing that's 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 all of creation except that like you know, that, that's what he's doing. I mean, he, he maybe set it in motion a long time ago, and it's just like on autopilot. He doesn't have to, like, he can just, like, sit back and watch it. I don't know. But, all right. Um, all right, this is strange. This is very cool. A lot of times we pray to God. I pray to God. I pray to God that, like, we stop torturing animals, that we, you know, um, that we get this, that we, we, um, we end poverty, that we overcome climate change. I mean, like, and one of the reasons I've started praying to God more now, because, like, for years I didn't pray to God that much, is because I finally understand, wait a minute, nothing's up to us, so I might as well go to the source. You know, if, if people aren't doing what we need to do to, to uh, be kinder to animals... It's not, it's not in our hands. It's actually God that's making us be unkind to our animals. So the, the, thing, the thing I want to say about this is um, the surreal part of this is like when you pray, think about this. This is strange. This is strange. When you pray, it's God. <laughs> it's God making you pray to God, okay, for what God isn't like giving you or allowing to happen. And then like when... God will sometimes say no to God because he's praying to himself, really. And then sometimes God says yes. So then God will have you thank God for what God made you pray to God about what God didn't have happen according to what God didn't have you agree with. Because, like, God, like, sometimes, like, we, some people may not pray for the welfare of animals because they don't understand that these animals are in pain. You know, so like these, so they, so God wouldn't have them pray that prayer, but, um, but yes, but some of us, you know, so and, and that's another strange thing. God will have certain some people think one thing, other people think an entirely different thing. I don't understand that. You know, it, it just doesn't doesn't make sense. But that's the way it is. Okay, um, now this 
what I'm saying, this is kind of like a caveat here. We've got about seven and a half minutes. This, what I'm saying doesn't mean that nothing matters. Fine. We, it's not our purpose. We're people uppets. We, we, <laughs> we just like, we do what God makes us do, and that's, that's who we are, okay? And um, if you just focus on happiness, if you focus on uh, like happiness as the point of everything, being good and stuff, then you're fine. What, what you do is you, you hope. You hope that, that God gets his act together, that God you know, resolves whatever problem he's going through and just creates a much better world for everyone. But, but you, you, know, you, you just like, you know, all right, fine. It would be better, okay? It would be better if we had a free will because if we had a free will... Um, We'd all be blissed out. We'd all be who? Who would? Who? Who would? With a free will, would would choose to have negative thoughts. So anyway, so what I'm trying to say is like, not having a free will doesn't mean that things don't matter. Things matter, okay, a lot, a lot, a lot of things matter. Some things don't matter, but um, they're just not up to us. You know, it's like you know, we still do good. You know, for, you know, the way the world works is like if we do good. The universe, God, tends to reward us. If we don't, we tend to be punished. That's the way it works. It's not up to us, but still, that's the way it works. Okay. Very strange, but inescapable. Um, it's inescapable because causality. You can't, like, and, and, like, causality, that's it. You know, the, these philosophers, PhDs, they don't get this. You know, there's, there's a, a position in philosophy called compatibilist. These philosophers say that they accept and understand causality, yet they believe we have a free will. There's only two ways you can do that. One is like they're saying they accept and understand causality, but they don't. Because if you understand causality, you understand that the causal antecedents to every decision regress back to the birth of the decider, meaning that nothing that the decider does is actually their decision. Or the other thing that compatibilists do is, like, they change the definition of free will. They say, well, like, I have a free will. If I am, if I can um, feel what I want to feel, if I can do what I want to do, first of all, that's not what free will means. But even that is a failed definition because, like, you don't get to choose what you want to feel. You don't get to choose what you want to do because of this causality. They don't understand that. Um, but what I'm trying to say here is like, yeah, these philosophers, like, don't, you know, like, somebody's got a PhD, especially in philosophy, it's like, if they've they got a PhD in a hard science like physics and stuff, and they're not interpreting it, because even the physicists, like, when they, when they interpret their work, they're not all that bright a lot. But, like, with the hard science, it's like you can't, you can't argue facts. I mean, quantum mechanics, you know, computers, right? These guys know their stuff. But when it comes to, like, this, this basic, like, logic stuff, don't, don't assume that these philosophers, because they have PhDs, know what they're talking about. Because the only thing I can think of to explain it is, like, some, some of these guys, like, have very good memories. So they, they go to class, they go to college, and they remember what they read, but they don't really understand you know, beyond the, the whatever. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, so the main thing is like, God lied to us. God lied to us. He lied to us. Why did he lie? I don't know why. He's done this before. I explained this before. Like, we think that we're like, you know, motionless when we're hurtling around the sun at 60,000 miles per hour. We think that we, he had us think that we were the center of the universe at one point. 
he had us think that um, that the world was only six thousand years old at one point. When a lot of us still think that's so like, so why does God, the universe, like lie to us? Because it's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. I don't know. That's like asking, you know, why? The only problem with reality is pain. Think about this. You know, God made a mistake. He made one mistake in the universe. It's pain. Because if he hadn't made a mistake, I mean, I wouldn't be doing this show. If I didn't understand that this illusion of free will causes unnecessary pain, it causes unnecessary blame, guilt, arrogance, envy, and all that stuff. So anyway, so like, but God lied to us. I don't know why he lied to us. Hopefully he'll, well, finally, finally he's getting us to understand this because he does this in his time, whatever, you know. But anyway, all right, whatever. Um, So this is like it is a very strange strange reality you know nothing is up to us and got under three minutes so um it's going to take us a while to get accustomed to this first of all you know like this is a completely different consciousness completely different categorically couldn't be more different to to go from thinking that stuff is up to us to understanding that absolutely nothing at all is up to anyone never was never can be that's that's an evolutionary shift in human consciousness. That's like, you know, I used to like. I've got a new intro because, like, you know, this this awesome dude from from um, from England, um, Simon Matthews. He created this excellent intro, you know, that that I use now. But for the first hundred episodes, it, w- it was a quote by John Searle, this philosopher who thinks he has free will, but he 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 at least got this wrong. He says. For the world to understand that free will is an illusion would be a bigger revolution in our thinking than Einstein, Copernicus, Darwin, Galileo, and Newton. Not in that order, perhaps. It would alter our very conception of our relation with the universe, he said also, right after that. It's true. This is the biggest thing ever. So we're not going to get this overnight. That's why, you know, I've been like, this is like going on, like my third year doing this stuff, well, you know, two years with the show of three years um, with a meetup in, in Manhattan. And like, you know, so like eventually we're, ge- we're going to get it. And the cool thing is like, once we get it, because uh, this is something that like, I think the entire world is going to get. And once we, we get this, it's going to be a brand new world. You know, it's going to be a very strange <laughs> world. But no, no, what, what I'm trying to say is like, it, it's, it, it feels strange because it's very new. But once everybody gets this, and who knows, it may take five, ten years. I don't know how long it's going to take. If I had a free will, I'd explain it to you so you'd get it. If you had a free will, you'd get it. So like, but the idea is like, it's, an, it's a new world. It, it, you know, I mean, sure, there, there are other things like that aren't going to change. We still have to deal with climate change. We still have to deal with, you know, we're, we're driven to, to seek happiness, avoid unhappiness stuff. That stuff doesn't change. But our perspective, our perspective on, on who we are as human beings, who other people are, is completely different. All right, and that's going to lead to a much, 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 much better world, I hope. Because, like, you know, if I, you, know cause you, you, can't, you can't know, but you can predict. You can predict that with all the blame and all, you know, without all that stuff, it's going to be a better world. All right, this is George Ortega saying thanks for watching, and I'll see you again on Exploring Illusion and Free Will. Thanks.